Christians, if you believe with me.
when we come here, you see, we can move our hands, we can move our legs, we can do so many things. When we are praying, we stand there as if there is nothing going on in our life. But there is a lot going on with us. Today, you are standing here alive. You are strong, you are healthy. Some people couldn't make it to 2020. Yeah, your parents are paying your school fees for you. You slept, you woke up, you have food to eat. But when you come to church, it's as if God has done nothing for you. But if you believe God has done so much for you, lift up your hands and begin to pray and thank Him. He's going to do a mighty. I want you to lift up your hands and thank Him for salvation. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory and all the honor. We thank you for the opportunity to come before you. We pray that you have this atmosphere. We pray that you have this level. This atmosphere is going to be filled with the presence and the power of the angelic presence and the angels of hope. We pray that, Lord, this meeting will not be an ordinary meeting. Lord Jesus, you are going to touch our hearts. The hardened heart, we pray that, Lord Jesus, you are going to touch it. You will lose in it. You will lose in it in the name of Jesus. Lord, today we come against it in the name of Jesus. That as the word comes forth, we pray that, Lord Jesus, we are going to receive it. It will fall on fertile ground. That we will see the manifestation of your word in our lives. We thank you, Jesus. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. Kindly have your feet. So today, we are going to have an interaction. After setting the whole place in a very good mood, we are going to have an interaction concerning what we've been doing. But before that, I want to thank you all for coming to church. How many of us were there um, yesterday's church workers meeting? How many of us were there? Just, just a handful of us. I was here myself, but I realized most of us didn't come. But I pray that as time goes on, things will change. Yes. Things will change in this place. That will have more committed, more effective church workers. More effective church workers. Because, you know, it's a privilege to serve in the house of God. It's, it's just a privilege. It's a privilege. So when you get the opportunity to do it, you have to do it wholeheartedly. There are some of your friends, they don't have those kind of opportunities that you have. But you have it, and you're not taking advantage of it. So let me go into the word of God. We've been talking about um, for the past few months, and it's not just for you, but also for me. I have to also make sure that I have disciples. I hope you get what I'm saying. Because if I am talking to you about making disciples, it means that I also have to make a, bring a proof. 
when I'm talking to you, I should be able to tell you that this is what I've been able to do by setting a very good example. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want just two people here. What they've learned from this whole lesson. And let me know if I if I come to you, it's a privilege. Okay, if I come to you to tell me what you've learned, it's a privilege. Because do you know what I realized? When we are in our group, we are able to contribute. But Anytime we are like this and we are asked to talk, it's like we all want to, you know, you don't want to talk, you don't want to say anything. But you see, we need to come out of that. What I'm saying that if I come to you, it's a privilege. It's an opportunity for you to show that the, the, things, the things we've been discussing, what we have been talking about today, you know what it's about. You understand? Okay. Two of us. I want one female and one male. One female and one male. And I don't want you to impress me. No. I want you to do this to impress God. So that you will know that what we've been teaching here for some time now, you understand. And you are taking it, unless of course you are not taking it seriously. And I'm praying I'll be left to someone who is also who also understands what we've been talking about. So the others who also be what? Challenged. Because we need to be challenged. So just two of us. Just two of us. So one male, one female. Don't be afraid. I've been in church for the past. Disciples, what do you have to say? What do you have to say about disciples? You don't need to talk much. Okay, what you have to learn over the past few months, just for the church. Let your friends know that you know what has been happening. I'm going to be talking about it. He's saying that it's about telling people about the word of God. And that's what a true disciple is supposed to be doing. It's part of my the message I prepared. Because without the word of God, how can you how can you how can you make a disciple? You can't. What authority do you have? You don't have any authority. It's only the word of God that has the authority to even change the person's life and change the person's attitude and all that. So the word of God is also very key. Let me go there. I've seen a lot of ladies at the other side. Let me choose one. There are a lot of ladies here. I'll choose one. How many of us um, came to church last week? Last week. <laughs> we are in church, so... I know that we will see the truth. Let me see by hand. Let me see by hand. If you've been in church for the past two, three weeks, let me just see your hand during the Bible studies. Wonderful. After this, I'll share 
one powerful testimony and then I'll go back. Okay, so a disciple is one who obeys us. If I had my own way, what is something? Because I'll come there later, don't worry. I'll come there. But I'll say one amazing testimony to you about a disciple I also made. One powerful testimony. One powerful testimony. So I made a friend and I led her to Christ. I led her to Christ. She gave her life to Christ. I was following up on her. Because that's what a true disciple is supposed to be doing. Because you want the person to be like you, you understand. Because you are following Jesus Christ, you also expect the person to also follow what you are doing. I spoke to her about Christ. I ministered to her. I was calling, I was checking up on her. She eventually joined ICDC. She wasn't in ICDC anyway. I'm talking about something that happened over 10 years ago. So it's been quite long. That's what I'm saying. It's an amazing testimony, okay? So she joined ICDC. She was coming to ICDC. We were constantly in touch. Even when I left school, she was still doing ICDC. As, as I speak to you now, she's still in ICDC. You see, it's just for the glory of God. She's still in ICG in open, open heaven. It's really gone. That's where she is. When she relocated to Accra, she, she called me and asked me which of the ICGC branches she joined because she finds herself around easily gone. So I gave her the two options. And she went to, I mean, I think two of them, open heaven and then Yahweh Temple. And she, she told me that she wants to be at... Um, how do you call it? Open heaven temple. And it's good. And it's still growing in, in the Lord. It's still growing in the Lord. So you see, if I didn't take that opportunity, then to talk to her about Christ, where would she have been by now? I don't know. You also don't know where she would have been. But when we get the opportunity to talk to our friends, even in class, your friends, when the time comes for you to talk to them about Christ, you are shy. When I start to get there, I want us to, can you help me with um, 1 Peter chapter 2, 21 to 23. So let's start with the 21, 1 Peter chapter 2. And I'll be very happy if you write, if you can write. Because you are interacting, and whilst you are interacting, you'll be taking some key notes. Okay. So, first, Peter chapter 2, verse 21 to 23. Are you opening it for me? Oh. First, Peter 2, 21 to 23. 
Okay, good. For, for even here unto where ye call, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us as an example, that ye should follow his steps. Let's go to the 22. Who did not, or who did not sin? Neither what is it? What is that? God found in his mouth. 23. Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again? When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judged righteously. Let's go back to the same one. I'll focus on that one more and I'll continue. For even here unto where ye call, because Christ also suffered for us. Now Christ has suffered for me and you, the two of us. Jesus Christ has come to suffer for us. And today we find ourselves here. I want to ask you one simple question. It's a rhetorical question. Who are you suffering for? Who are you suffering for? Because that is what the Word of God is saying. No. Jesus Christ suffered for us. Okay, and that suffering he came to suffer for us. He left an example that who and who to follow. The two of us. We should follow that example. And the, the example is about what? Suffering. Suffering for somebody else. It's a serious thing. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday when I read it, he didn't say you rejoice too. He didn't say you rejoice. He suffered for us. So it means, as I'm standing here now, I should be suffering for my disciples. I have to be going through something for my disciples. And if you look at the kind of things that Jesus Christ went through, that today, we can also call ourselves followers and disciples of Christ. It's not an easy thing. So I'm asking you, write it in your book. Who am I suffering for? Write it. When you go and think about it. Who are you suffering for? Who? And while you are suffering from, for someone, you also need to be blameless. Because the Bible also says that Jesus Christ he didn't have any So if you are going to be examples of Christ, then it means that we shouldn't have any issue around us. Sin should be far away. Far, 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 far away from us. Is it possible to live a life without sin? Is it possible? Oh, let me see by hand those who believe it's possible. Because, listen, our example now is Jesus Christ. He is the one we are looking at. He is the one we are following. So if you are following Jesus Christ, and the Bible describes him as someone who was without any blame, then it means that we can also what, live aloud a life without what, blame. Praying that in this year of excellence, sin will be far away from us. And you see, the reason why we are unable to make 
disciples in our life is because sometimes when we look at ourselves and the kind of things that we do, we, we don't feel ready. They are doing. 
You want me to go and tell somebody about us? How can I make a disciple? How many of us have been thinking to that? You feel that this whole thing about disciples in Christ is above me. I'm not, I'm not ready to be a pastor, so why are they saying that I should make disciples? How many of us have been thinking about it? How many of us here? Let's be honest. Oh, please raise your hand. Nobody is going to crucify you. Some of you are being dishonest, but we are in the house of God. God is watching you. First, Timothy. I want to quickly wrap up and then we pray. First Timothy 4 12. Oh, you can't get that one. That one. Okay. Who can read for me? I want someone to read First Timothy and what that message means to me because this is a very popular message to all of us here. Who read for me? Okay. Somebody should come from that place and read first Timothy. Who is John? John, come, come. John. Don't mind them. Eh? This picture will make a lot of meaning to you. Okay. So read it. First Timothy 4 4. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 4. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in the world. In conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in peace, in love. So, you see, like he said, let no one despise your youth. Nobody can stop you, son. Son, did you hear that? I said, nobody can stop you. Say amen. Nobody can stop you. The Bible is saying, no, let no one despise your youth. No one. Nobody. But be an example to the believers in words, in conduct. It means that the way you behave, your attitude, people are watching. It doesn't mean that you should do things to please people, no. But whatever you are doing is to please Christ Jesus. Whatever you are doing is to please Christ Jesus. So there are things that when you do, you know that no, this one 
No, it's not going well. Even your parents, they know that this thing I'm doing is wrong, and you know. So how much more? How will Jesus Christ take it? Stay in love, in truth, in faith, and in purity. In purity. You all want to be on the winning side. And Jesus is already the winner. Jesus has already won it for us. And nobody can stop us in anything. Nothing.
On a break, commercial break, commercial break for five days. Monday to Friday, commercial break. How can we be filled with the Holy Spirit? How? But after this meeting, I said after this meeting, after this meeting, we are going to carry the Holy Spirit for Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday, Thursday, all the way to Sunday, we are going to be 24 7 followers of Christ. 24 7 will be Christ centered. Jesus Christ was not a part time Christian. He wasn't doing the disciples were also not doing part time Christianity. So when you read the book of Acts chapter 11, verse 26 or something, they were saying that, and they called them Christians. Why, why were they calling them Christians? Acts 11 verse 26. They called them, they said, these people, they are Christians too. Why are they calling them Christians? Because they can see, they, they can see the footsteps, they can see the examples, they can see the tenets of Christ in this one. But if they are living a 48 hours or 24 hours Christian life. How can we be Christian? How can we make disciples? How can we get people to also follow us and understand the Jesus Christ that we are following? It won't be possible. It won't be possible. So you are not, you are not led by the Spirit. You are just there. You are not doing anything. So you don't even have the courage to speak the word of God because you, 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 you don't even read the word. I'm not criticizing that. I just want to challenge us and challenge our spirit. That you don't have even authority over the word of God. You barely have your quiet time. You don't even read the Bible. But in this new season, in this year 2020, some of us are going to be crazy for the word of God. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said we are going to be crazy for the word of God. I said we are going to be crazy for the word of God. Oh, the time we spend reading unnecessary and watching unnecessary things. God is going to touch our hearts today. That now we are going to focus all those energies into reading the word of God. You see, the word of God carries the truth. The word of God is the authority of God. The word of God is the power of God. And when you carry the word of God, you carry everything. For some of us, for some of us, the only way we'll be able to perform well in class will be when we start getting serious with the Word of God, especially with our quiet time. Because you see, when you are learning, eh, when you are studying, it's just like having your quiet time. So the more you become serious with the Word of God and your quiet time, you become serious even with, with your most income. Oh, I'm telling you, you can't try it. Maybe like, let's try it. 
Those of us who don't have our quiet time frequently, let's try this this summer, this time. Let's try it. You come and share testimony here. I said we should try it. Let's put it to test. You've tried so many things, you're still not performing in class. But this time, I'm telling you, let's try this one. Let's just try this one. Because, you see, when you meet people, and you also want to make disciples out of them, okay, what are you going to tell them? What authority do you have? The authority is in the Word of God. You cannot go and speak your mind to them. You can only speak the mind of Christ. So even Jesus Christ himself, he was always quoting scriptures. He was always quoting scriptures. When he entered into, a, into an engagement with the devil, when he was fasting 40 days and 40 nights, when the devil quote, he also quote, he quote what? Because it's the only way you can silence the enemy. It's the only way you can silence the enemy. We are putting this one to test. That this particular thing, this season, this year 20, we are going to do this. We'll be very effective with our lives. We'll spend a lot of time also reading the Word of God. How many of us read the New Testament? The whole of the New Testament. I think that now was given last year. The first announcement was last year that we do all try and finish the New Testament. But how many of us finish the New Testament? But if I ask, how many of us have finished our test book? Some of us, we've done front and back like 20 times. Front, back, front, back, front, back. And even now, when the results come, now when the, when the results come, but that will not be a portion of the That was led by the Joel. How many of us remember? Hey, how many of us were at camp? How many of us were at camp? Let me see by hand. Hey! So all of a sudden we didn't go to camp. So if you know someone who was who was at camp and is sitting down, took the person, 
So how many of us remember what Prophet Joel was about? It was a powerful message. I wasn't expecting anybody to forget. Thank you, my son. Do you remember the message very well? Do you remember? I want one. So you don't remember I want one. Just let it down. I'm going to wrap up with this particular one. Because you all said, I want one. That's it. You all pray for one. Did you pray for one? Me, I pray for one. I prayed for one. Did you get one? I got one. Did you get one? I got one. Did you get one? After getting one, what are you using the one for? What are we using the one for? We are sitting on the one. It's a gift that has been given to you. We prayed over, we prayed, we prayed for hours that we wanted one. God gave everybody one. I couldn't go more than one. Some of us go more than one. But how will you know that you have one? How will you know? How will you know that you have one? You only know that you have one when you start talking to people like that. Oh, yes. You only know that you have one after you start talking to people about Christ. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom. The gift of healing, interpretation of songs. How will you know you have one? If you, don't, if you don't, I mean, if you don't meet people and you share the word of God with them, how will you be able to operate in all those gifts? You can't. You can't. If you don't take care, you lose the gift. You will lose it. There is no way to remember the message. Oh, but today I'm saying in the name of Jesus. That something is going to happen to you. I want you to write up on your feet. Let's write up on our feet. Let's write up on our feet. Let's write up on our feet. It's been a very simple and a short message. So I'm going to pray. We're going to pray. Oh, we have one. We have one. But we need to operate in that one. We need to operate in that one. Jesus Christ was operating almost all of them. But we, we only ask for one. So we are not even working with the one. If you make disciples, you'll be able to operate with all those people. If you are making disciples, because you see, Peter and the other disciples were also operating.
oppressing in this same Egyptian too. They were oppressing in it. They were not oppressing it among themselves too. They were oppressing it from the people who were also raised as disciples. Oh yes. When they also raised disciples, they were oppressing in Egypt. On the day of Pentecost, they were speaking in tongues. The other people who came to that garden, they also started speaking in tongues. And they said so many other people were also watching that day. So many other people. Oh, but we, after receiving one, we after receiving one, we are sleeping on the one. I pray that the Lord will not take it, will not take it back from you. I pray that the Lord will not take that gift back from you. That you will keep it today. The Lord is going to let it come back again. That you will not sit on that gift. But you will opportunate in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands and begin to pray. Tell God that God has me. Oh, Jesus, help me. 